Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Boy, the Ime Adoka soap opera just continues up in Boston. It is. Canty and Carlin on this football Friday on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. In 10 minutes, we are going to Boston to get the very latest, the insight on this whole situation. And if in case you missed it earlier today, there was a press conference with the Celtics, with Wick Grousebeck, their owner, with Brad Stevens, their president, and we didn't learn a whole lot new, but there was certainly an awful lot said in tone. Christopher Canty, welcome to your Friday. Yeah, I was expecting a football Friday, but this press conference obviously takes precedent, and we have to talk about it, Carlin, because it's the largest story in sports right now, unfortunately. But the reality is that the press conference that Wick Grosbeck and Brad Stevens put on today was, I guess for lack of a better term, an example of CYA when it comes to protecting the organization from any potential liability as a result of the findings of the investigation that was done by an independent law firm. And so I think that's where we're at. It leaves us with more questions than answers, and there's clearly going to be frustration, but I can understand why they have to toe a fine line because there could be potential liability from the organization, and that's why they took swift and decisive action with Ime Adoka, and that's why they're being tight-lipped about the involvement in the parties that participated in this consensual, inappropriate relationship. So let's hear from the Celtics owner, first of all, uh, the co-owner, I should say, uh, on the investigation, which was just not something in the last day or two, by the way. As soon as we learned there was a potential situation, we immediately brought in a respected law firm to conduct a thorough investigation uh, and impartial investigation. And they took some time, and we actually concluded that investigation with a report uh, two days ago. So that's the reason for the timing here. There were leaks, by the way, um, around that time. Obviously, we would have nothing to do with that and nothing to gain from that and any uh, insinuation about the leaks. We don't know where they come from. They're they're part of the NBA, as we all know, in this room. But uh, it's really unfortunate, and it's unfortunate also that Female staff members of the Celtics have been dragged into the public eye um, unwillingly and inappropriately, and and we take a strong stand against that and just regret it for them. It's really, uh, really unfortunate and not necessary. He also called the year-long suspension of Ime Adoka absolutely appropriate based on evidence that they gained in this month-long investigation by a law firm. Chris, the first thing I took out of the whole thing was If you think for a minute that this was just about two people having an affair, you're being incredibly naive because when you bring in a law firm from the outside to do a complete investigation of a situation, there is more to it than just an affair. Yeah, the story has more tentacles than what's being presented, so we shouldn't take the headlines at face value. There's more to it, and it's clear that the Boston Celtics don't want to be forthcoming with that information because they don't want to step on any potential landmines and open themselves up to a potential lawsuit down the road because they are responsible for creating a healthy workplace environment. And this is something that started in the workplace in terms of this consensual 
relationship uh, between Ime Adoka and a staff member. And so that's why the Celtics have to be careful in terms of the information that they present to the public. But I did think it was telling that the owner and the president of basketball operations, Brad Stevens, stepped up there to the podium and they tried to explain as much as they could in terms of the framework that that they were recommended based on what their legal team is telling them. I I respect them for doing that. It's frustrating because you're not going to get the answers that we're looking for. There's not full transparency. So we don't know whether or not Ime Adoka is being held fully accountable for his actions. But a year-long suspension, I I think that speaks volumes in terms of the nature of what we're dealing with and, and the violation of trust that clearly took place in this situation. You know, there have been all kinds of different r- rumors and angles and and uh, reports, more importantly, that have been out there about how this all went down as to whether or not the Celtics gave Odoka the choice to resign, get fired, or be suspended. Uh, whatever, however it went, all went down. What I am very, um, I guess, concerned about is first of all, obviously, all of the women uh, from that organization Mm -hmm. that have been affected by what's gone on. Secondly, um, exactly what Brad Stevens was upset about, which was all of the speculation on social media that led to pictures of women getting out there who work for the team, things like that. But how do you avoid that, though, Carl? I don't know how you do. That's the problem. And And I've heard Stephen A. and others criticize the Boston Celtics for making this public. Because we've seen, How do you not? we've seen situations like this in the past with, you know, staff members of clubs. We're not just talking about basketball. We're talking about NFL, Major League Baseball. Like the fraternization within these organizations happens. Everybody understands that. But when it's the head coach who is the de facto face of the franchise, if you're going to part ways with this individual, especially somebody that's had the success that Ime has had in year one, taking his team to the NBA Finals, you're going to have to give an explanation. There's no way you can sever ties. There's no way you can fire him. There's no way you can have him serve an indefinite suspension without giving some backstory or some information behind it. There's no way you can do it. No. And, and so I, I just think it's it's an unavoidable it's, it's it's an unavoidable situation from the Celtics standpoint, and it's unfortunate that we've now you know there have been people on social media that have opened up this Pandora's box and put female employees from the Boston Celtics front and center in this thing, I, I don't know how you clarify that or clean that up or, or keep them out of the public eye without potentially jeopardizing the individual that had the consensual relationship with Ime Adoka. I don't know how you do that. But here, here's the thing to finish the thought is that if you are the Celtics and you are suspending him for the entire year, all I'm going to say is like... When the details of this come out, which they inevitably will, mm-hmm. this better not look like it was you You did less than you should have done. In other words, and again, it's a separate situation. It's apples and oranges. But for instance, the Robert Sarver thing comes down as a year and you, and stories were out there, but you see more and more and more. And then they look bad for doing for for not taking the appropriate action at the beginning. That's what I'm I'm hopeful that the Celtics actually did that. Well, and they've I, they've already protected themselves to some degree, Carlin, because they didn't guarantee that Ime will rejoin the team after the year long suspension. 
no decision has been made, no criteria has been set in terms of creating a pathway for him to be back on the sideline for the Boston Celtics. So if, in fact, more details do come out and the 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 winds of the court of public opinion blow in a certain direction, then they can absolutely say we're severing ties altogether yeah. with Ime Adoka. So I think they've protected themselves, and I'll give them credit for bringing in a law firm to launch an yeah. independent investigation because that's the right thing to do. But at the same time, I'll recognize from a business perspective, perspective they're more about protecting themselves than, it, than they are concerned about Emei Adoka's career or anybody else that could potentially be involved in this. Yeah, and, I, you, and you can't knock the organization for doing that because that's what companies do. That's yeah. why HR departments exist. They don't exist to protect the employees. They exist to protect the company when issues like this arise. Yes. And but what I'm saying is like I, I don't want it to have to come to the point of public pressure leads them to have to fire him down the line when it becomes clear that it's something that should have been done at the beginning, if that happens. That that's what I I I hate the notion that you had the opportunity to do the right thing the first time, and then it takes a second and a third time to actually get it right. And, well, and public pressure. Well, well to here's, get it right. here's the other thing, Carlin. We don't know the details of no. whatever settlement that Ime Adoka and the Celtics may have come to. We know that there's a significant financial penalty involved, but we don't know exactly what that is. Is that the forfeiture of his salary? You know, we don't know all of the language that all of these different things entails. We don't actually know the team guidelines and the fine schedule or the discipline schedule that could be associated with a violation of this nature. So there's still so much information that we don't know. But the thing I will say is this is this seems like it's heavy handed on its face. Now, I would agree with you. I think there's more to it, mm. but this seems like this is swift and decisive action. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Be a part of Canty and Carlin Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Hit us up at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're going to open the lines now and give you your chance to weigh in here in just a few minutes. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football without the refreshing taste of Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Let us welcome in Gary Washburn, who of course covers the Celtics for the Boston Globe, and he joins us right now. Gary, it's Chris Carland and Chris Canty on ESPN Radio. Uh, we appreciate a few minutes here, and just give us the overview of what that room was like uh, during that press conference today and the overarching uh, feeling you're getting around the Celtics right now, being around them as much as you are? Well, I think there was a lot of uh, disappointment and just stunned, you know, people, even, you know, Brad Stevens and Rick Grusbeck, just stunned by the developments over the last 48 hours, having to suspend their coach for the season. They thought that they had found a coach that they were going to have for the next decade. You know, he led them to the NBA Finals. He turned the franchise around turn them into championship contenders, and suddenly they're telling him, uh, you can't come around here anymore, and they've got to scramble to look for a new coach to kind of uh, get the egg off their face, try to resuscitate their reputation as a franchise, and try to tell people that, hey, this is a good place to work for people, that this isn't uh, an environment that's, that's toxic. And so that's a lot for an organization like the Celtics that take pride in being one of the, you know, uh, storied franchises in professional sports. Gary, Whit Grusbeck was staunch in his opinion of the culture within the organization. I- I'm just curious as to 
what exactly they're going to do about w- what's happening in terms of changing the perception and in, in, in the in, in the, the the thoughts that folks have on the environment with the Boston Celtics right now as a result of this violation of trust by Ime Adoka. Well, he said he's going to personally talk to everyone in the organization, especially the women of the organization, about the workplace environment and whether this is just a – he said this is just an exception. This is not the rule in the franchise. And that's something that has to be monitored. You've got to figure out whether this is something that's you know, rampant amongst the organization. But this is a, this is an embarrassing situation uh, for the team. You know, they went out. Brad Stevens stepped down. He becomes general manager. This is his first coaching search. This is the first guy he hires. He brings him in, his first job. Things end up working out. And now you've got to dismiss him, essentially, uh, for some off-the-court things. You know, it's not like they were losing ball games. They were, they were the Eastern Conference champions. And now you've got to go find a new coach. You've got to figure things out. You've got to figure out what to do when, when the suspension is over. And like you guys are talking about, I'm not sure if, Ime Udoka can buy season tickets and go to a game. Like, what is he just banned from the team? Is he can he not talk to anybody? That this is unprecedented because, as you guys know, teams don't usually suspend their own coach. Um, this is not, you know, maybe one or two games or something like something like that. But season is unprecedented, and we'll see what happens here. Gary Washburn, who covers the Celtics for the Boston Globe, uh, joining us. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Gary, outside of the obvious details that they are going to leave out, the specifics of what exactly happened right now, what in your mind, other than what you just alluded to, are the biggest couple of questions here that must be answered in the coming weeks? Well, I think exactly what these quote-unquote workplace policies are, or whether there was a special designed track. Did he break his own, you know, code of ethics? Did they give him, when he signed on as coach, okay, coach, this is what we know, this is what you cannot do. You cannot have any relationship to anyone in the organization or subordinates to the organization. Um, what were these rules that he was supposed to follow that he obviously didn't? And it sounded like, from what I people I've talked to, that he was warned about this. This was not something that, you know, the, the organization will say that they found out in July and they, were, they didn't know. This is something that had been talked about before and that uh, Yudoka did not follow. He did not, you know, follow the rules, although he was re- reminded he needed to. So this is something I think that, as, as people are talking about, is a little bit bigger than just a workplace relationship and, well, that happens everywhere. This is something more significant. And, you know, I think in this situation, the penalty was likely warranted. Gary, we know that this was initiated by the Boston Celtics, this investigation, and, of course, the independent law firm was brought in. To what degree has the NBA League office and Adam Silver been involved or made aware of the ongoing situation? Well, Chris, I think they've been made aware of it, but this is a Celtic situation. It's up to the Celtics to handle it because he's under contract with the team. So I think the NBA is kind of taking a step back and allowing the Celtics to handle their situation. And there, But there's obviously communication between the league office and the Celtics as to what to do and, and some of the legal ramifications. And I think that's the, some of the things. There's a lot of red tape here in terms of the legal ramifications, privacy, names getting out, 
Yesterday was a very ugly day for the organization because people on Twitter started searching through, you know, going on, you know, Googling, you know, the Celtics organization and looking at the female employees and saying, okay, it looks like he might have been with her. And maybe, was it her? Was it her? And they were, you know, posting pictures of, of team employees who were totally not involved in this situation. So the, the Celtics had to put, put a stop to this. They had to release something they did late last night. I thought it was a little too late. In this press conference, did it tell us a lot? Absolutely not. But they're just trying to move on because at this point they're very embarrassed. Uh, Gary, I just want to clarify one thing that you said. So to be clear, this from what you've been told by other people in the organization, this was a situation where Udoka was warned about particular behavior before and it didn't stop. Uh, yeah, I've been told that this is not, you know, this is something that I don't want to say all season, but this is not something that uh, came as a complete surprise. This is something that was known for a couple of months. Okay, as far as the team now, Gary, moving yeah. forward here, where do they stand? I understand the idea that Brad Stevens did not want to come down and coach, and I think we all think that's probably for the best, but their coaching staff, how this is all going to play out here and, and be structured, what's your early read on this underneath Joe Missoula and the players for that matter? Yeah, it's going to be up to – I mean, Joe Missoula is a 34-year-old guy who's never played in the NBA and you know played at West Virginia, coached Division Two, was a college assistant and been around the Celtics for three years. He's a very uh, astute guy. He was a finalist for the Utah Jazz job. But, again, he's 34. He's younger than, than – the starting center, uh, Al Horford. So they're going the players are going to have to collaborate and help him. And I think they're going to probably bring in another veteran, former NBA, maybe head coach and assistant, to try to kind of stabilize things with the coaching staff. Because you have a pretty inexperienced staff when you, you talk about Ben Sullivan and Damon Stoudemire, was, is there, he just finished his first year. So you do not have a veteran staff. I mean, this left the organization hanging. I mean, and they, and they scrambled. I think is a good guy and will do a solid job. He'll work hard, but they don't have any idea how this is going to work out. And this for a team with championship aspirations that want to get back, that are still smarting over their defeat by the Warriors, this is a real blow. Talking with Boston Globe Celtics reporter Gary Washburn on Canty and Carlin. And, Gary, we, we saw Brad Stevens intimate that there was strong player reaction to the news that Ime Adoka was going to be suspended for the year. What has been the, the, the sentiment or the feelings of the players throughout this entire ordeal? I think they're surprised. I think they're disappointed. You know, and they like Ime Adoka. Ime Adoka is a good, good coach. Uh, he was good to his players. He was hard on his players, but they begin to respond to that. They begin to get used to his style. And so this is a big disappointment for them. Now, I do think that they're resilient. These are young guys. They'll bounce back. And I think a lot of these guys are still upset about the finals. So I don't care who they're going to be coached by. They're going to go out there with some fire and motivation. But they've got to work harder and be a little bit more mature uh, to make this work. Guys can't take stuff from the summer. You know, Jalen Brown is still probably a little bit upset about being thrown into the Kevin Durant trade talks. Can't take that into the regular season or into the season. These guys have now got to grow up, especially Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and become better leaders stabilize this whole situation gary we appreciate it outstanding stuff gave us exactly what we needed here thank you thanks guys gary washburn who care who covers the celtics for the boston globe well i mean there you go
And that's why I asked him to kind of double down on it a little bit just mm. to make sure I was hearing that correctly, that this is something, whatever it was that was going on, was going on for a while, and he was told to stop, and he didn't. Yeah, there was a warning, Yep, and he didn't heed that warning, and so now we're in the situation that we're in, and we're left to speculate as to exactly what happened. What we do know, it was egregious enough where the co-owner felt like the discipline that they came to was appropriate, and he would not commit to Ime Adoka rejoining the franchise after a season's-long suspension. And That's strong. If you saw his tone in which he was delivering that message— there was no wavering in it. No, there was no wavering, but there was a lot of tiptoeing, which lets you know yeah. that there's also concern well, about that there's also yeah. some concern about liability oh, absolutely. on the Celtics end of this thing. It, and that's why everybody is left wanting more transparency for it. But you gotta understand the organization yeah. is going to protect itself before they're going to satisfy any type of inquiries that we might have about what actually took place. If you were expecting them to come out today and tell you every last detail that was never happening today. Not one bit. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. So with that in mind, we want to get your take on this entire situation, how it affects the Celtics, how it affects the Eastern Conference, and just your read on what went down here with Ime Adoka and the Celtics. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is your Dr. Pepper call in line. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We've got some lines lit. Sit tight. We're going to get to the calls in just a couple of minutes on everything going on with the Celtics and Ime Adoka. So if you're with us, by all means, sit with us and feel free to hit us up as well at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But it's also a football Friday. And with some more football news, we'll bring in Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL insider, who joins Canty and Carlin right now on ESPN Radio. Jeremy, we appreciate a few minutes. And first of all, uh, your impressions, I know you were around the Steelers for a long time, uh, your impressions of what we saw last night and how much longer we may be watching Mitch Trubisky under center for Pittsburgh. 
Daniel, great to be with you, gentlemen. And uh, my impressions were that you know, this is an offense that uh, is lacking a bit of an identity uh, in a bit of a transition. Uh, you know, I thought Mitchell Trubisky had a few moments, but um, third down was really the issue with the offense. You know, third and, they had a lot of third and shorts. And looking back at the game, there were a lot of those kind of like deep sideline routes where uh, Trubisky really didn't have a lot of easy throws to make on those downs. So that's just something they, they need to get corrected. I, I, I've never been – I've never heard much uh, momentum for Trubisky to be benched. Um, you know, he took every first-team rep, virtually every first-team rep since April, team captain. Um, you know, Mike Thomas not like most coaches – you know, he, he's stubborn in that way. He's not just going to make a change based on public pressure. So, uh, Kenny Pickett will play eventually. I just, you know, I'd be surprised if it's in the short term. You know, I think they'll at least give him a chance. Now, if the offense just becomes totally stagnant or they feel like they can't get vertical at all, can't convert key third counts um, with time of possession, that, then it becomes a major issue for Thomas to potentially fix. Jeremy, I got to ask you about quarterback Justin Herbert. We saw him take a nasty hit from Mike Dana in that Thursday night game between them and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know he's being listed as questionable with that rib cartilage injury. What's going to be his status ahead of their game against the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday? Yeah, Chris, he wants to play, um, but it's, there are a lot of people involved in the decision and not everybody agrees that he should play, you know, because um, you have people on Herbert's side, you have the team, and they're all just trying to sort out what's best for him. And so, he, you know, he's, I would lean toward him playing at this point, but certainly not hard and fast yet. I think it will go almost into Saturday and maybe even a game-time decision. You know, I really, I, all that I've heard is that there really hasn't been a firm decision yet at all. Um, so, you know, the, the resting it a week could help him. Uh, but the prevailing theme is the fact that he's had 10 days and can do most of what he needs to do, and they can tailor the game plan around him and make sure he's not taking unnecessary hits. Uh tends to lend him lend to him playing but uh you know he's in some pain so it, it would not surprise me either way Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL senior, uh, senior NFL insider joining Canty and Carlin uh, on ESPN radio uh look it's Jerry Jones in front of a microphone, so you need about a pound and a half of salt to really take anything he has to say there yeah. in that spot seriously. But, I mean, just give me the 30,000-foot view of seeing Jerry say what he said yesterday about wanting a quarterback controversy. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I do think he, he just starts to meander and gets in a stream of consciousness where he doesn't necessarily know the point he's bringing home. Maybe I'm not giving him enough credit, but I think I think he was just thinking, well, yeah, I mean, if Cooper Rush plays well, then I'll sign up for that any day. Um, nobody's trying to bench Dak Prescott, and uh, Cooper Rush is doing the job that he was asked to do, which is to manage a game as a backup quarterback, and that will remain the case. So I, I'm definitely not going to overthink it beyond that. Jeremy, we got to pay attention to what's going on down in Tampa Bay this weekend because we've got Aaron Rodgers going to Florida, and it doesn't work out so well when he goes down there to play football. So with all the receivers that they have listed on the injury report that are questionable for this matchup against the Bucks, what's the sentiment around the Packers team about getting their offense going, especially knowing the struggles that they've had down in Tampa in the past? Yeah, actually, I just got off the phone with Aaron Jones uh, for a story I was doing, and I was asking him a little bit about their – uh, running back attack between him and A.J. Dillon and how they can give you 12 different looks on one play with both of them in the same backfield. You never know who's going to run it. 
uh, who's going to go out for the pass, who's going to block. Um, they feel like they're in a really good spot with that running game right now. And so, you know, and they're probably going to have the advantage at wide receiver because Alan Lazard is optimistic he'll play. Uh, it looks like Sammy Watkins could be out. But for the most part, a lot of those guys have a chance to come back. Where the Bucks, you're short Chris Godwin, you're short Mike Evans. You might be short Russell Gage or Julio Jones. Uh, you're probably going to have to bring Cole Beasley up from the practice squad. And uh, it's just a war of attrition right now. And Aaron Rodgers has said he's played poorly the last two games. I thought that was interesting because I have a hard time betting on him playing three straight four games. So I'm thinking he'll go off a little bit on Sunday. Last one for me. We heard Sean Payton this week say that he'd be interested to returning uh, next year for the right situation. So, Jeremy, what do we think the right situation might be for Sean Payton? Uh, yeah, Chris, he, Sean Payton has not mastered the art of subtlety, has he? I mean, he, uh, <laughs> he's been pretty full frontal about wanting to coach next year. So these guys retire, man. Urban Meyer is the same way. They retire. It's like four months long. Um, so he's going to go, and really the, talking to people around the league, the expectation is he'll go somewhere not only with a good quarterback and a good offense, but some power that he can wield a little bit on the personnel side. This is a guy who's very accomplished. Um you know, he needs to have a say in how things are done and maybe even at a vice president-type level or president-type level. So um, we'll see who fits that description yet. A lot of good quarterbacks around the league. There are really only 12 or 13 uh, guys I would call true franchise cornerstones right now on the front end with the Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen of the world, Mahomes, and on the back end, like, you know, the Kyler Murray, Derek Carr types. So it could depend on which of those jobs open. You know, certainly Dallas could be one, but I'm I'm not so sure because of the reasons I laid out that could be a criteria for him that Dallas would fit, you know. Um, it really depends on what opens here and, and what's available to him. So, it's, yeah, but I think those are, those are some things we'll be looking for. Jeremy, we appreciate it. Thanks again. Enjoy the games this weekend. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Have a good one. ESPN Senior NFL Insider Jeremy Fowler joining Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're a renter, make sure you're protected. Renter's insurance includes options to cover uh, stolen property, personal injury, and living expenses if your place is damaged. Quote renter's insurance today at Progressive.com. Up next, your turn to weigh in. On this bizarre Ime Adoka situation at 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN, plus we get into Thursday night football, and why Jacoby Brissett maybe isn't as bad as we thought. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, let's hit him. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'll start with Gary in Miami up first on ESPN Radio with Canty and Carlin. Gary, what do you got today, bud? Hey, great show, fellas. Well, I'm a retired colonel, and in the military, we apply justice uh, fairly but not equally. Plenty of admirals and generals have had the same situation. If you remove the names, this is nothing new. We dealt with this 20 years ago. Here's the problem I have. What rule did he violate? The Celtics should put out the HR manual. Nothing wrong with that. Say, hey, we have a rule against relationships, subordinates, or whatever. They also didn't identify if this person was in his direct control as far as a subordinate. And, and, and what this does is this sets up a bad precedence for them. I'm not admonishing or, or saying anyone's guilty or innocent. If they had a consensual relationship and it was against the HR policies, then both should be punished, but not, well, here's not the thing. equally, but fairly. Gary, they, they specified later that he was the only one punished. And I would really emphasize this point. If they brought in a, a, a law firm to investigate them for a month, a month and a half, this was not simply about an affair. Clearly, it was not just about an affair. Yeah, but here's the thing that Gary's bringing up, and I think it's an interesting point. It, it, when it comes to why haven't they released the actual policy that was violated, I think that's one of those things that a lot of people feel like is a fair question. Why can't we have that degree of transparency so we can know the nature of what Ime Adoka actually did? Because beyond the leaks, we don't, we're not hearing from the Boston Celtics organization that there's, there was a consensual relationship that led to the suspension. They did not say that. I, this I, is coming as a result of the leaks. I know, and while I am not defending it by any stretch, it's not like this is a publicly owned company. No, it's not, and, and, and you have to worry about the potential liability that yes, they would be and, opening up if they did talk about it in terms of the nature of it. Let's just give you, just to give you an example, okay? I was at a job where I was under contract, and there are different parameters involved in that contract, but it also says I can't talk about any of it. Yep. And and they can't talk about any of it. Yep. So that means any of the rules that are in it, that's not to be public knowledge at all. Yep. So that's where they're protecting themselves here. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Well, there are a lot of corporations that have those same policies in place. Yeah. And so, so that's that's why we're not getting a whole lot of information. But eventually this will all come out, Carlin. But I'm I, the fact that the Boston Celtics are being so heavy-handed, it leads me to believe that they're making sure that they cover themselves to make sure that they're not subject to any type of lawsuit down the road. Because they've thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about Ime Adoka's career or anybody else's.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kenton Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The Dr. Pepper call-in line. We've had plenty of folks chiming in. We're going to get more of you right now. Lines are open right now on the Ime Adoka situation. Paris is up in Michigan, up next on ESPN Radio. Paris, what's going on? I, I totally disagree with this one-year suspension, this is nothing more than an affair. I thought the previous well, we caller made a great... We but, don't okay, know that for okay, sure. You're right, you're right. We don't know that. But However, I thought the previous caller made a great point. Show a, show a caption of the employee conduct that he violated. Be transparent. This is a franchise that's worth, what, millions, billions of dollars? Mm-hmm. They can afford any any lawsuit. They have insurance. They can afford any sexual harassment type lawsuit. They can afford it. They can afford uh, that. That, that. Just because and, they can theoretically afford it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that they're in the business over. of giving over millions of dollars <laughs> yeah. and losing lawsuits. Uh, agreed. Uh, agreed. But he, he has an affair with the wrong person. This is no more than an, a vendetta to get back at him for having an affair with the wrong person. But, but, here, but here's the thing. If that was the case, then why would Ime Adoka accept the punishment? Because based on some of the reports that we've heard, the Boston Celtics gave him an opportunity to resign or to be fired or to be suspended. He chose the latter. And so for him to accept this form of discipline to not resign and not go about trying to fight this in, in, in court – with the lawsuit, I think it speaks volumes about the violation of trust that took place with this particular incident. And you heard Gary Washburn for the Globe earlier this hour saying he had been warned. Yes. He had been warned. Remember that part of it, too. He had been warned. It's not like it, it whatever it was, it just happened in the moment. It was apparently going on for a bit. But let me say this as well. There's no vendetta that the Boston no. Celtics have for Ime Adoka. He just took him to the NBA Finals in his first year as the head coach. They want things to work out with Ime Adoka. And, Carlin, I said this yesterday. If there was a vendetta, the, he would have been fired the, already. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that they suspended him and they say, we'll revisit this after the season, that, that left the door open for him to potentially rejoin the team. Now, they haven't laid out any criteria, but them doing that shows you how much they think of him as a head coach. Did you take away today, because I kind of did, any more certainty or uh, any more real uh, passion behind the statement of, yeah, we'll see after the year? You know, like, because yesterday to me, it was almost just kind of putting it out there like, yeah, he's got to fall in line. Today, it felt a little bit more driven home. Like, no, there is nothing here that has the future mapped out for sure that he's going to be our coach. Yeah, there was the uncertainty there. But the thing that was the most striking for me at the press conference was Brad Stevens getting choked up Yeah, when he was talking about the women that have been unfairly accused and, and folks casting aspersions on all of the, the female employees for the Boston Celtics. 
and he called it social media BS. And I appreciate the fact that he was sincere and genuine in that. Carlin, he was misty. Yeah. Like he felt like he was on the verge of tears when he said that. And and to 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 understand the human element in all of this and the people that have been unfairly swept up in this nonsense and, and such an egregious violation of team policy and trust, I, I think that speaks volumes about where the Boston Celtics are coming from too, because they actually care about all of their employees. And to a degree, they're showing a level of care for Ime Adoka with this thing by being as tight-lipped as they are. Josh up in Boston is next on ESPN Radio. Josh, what do you got? I'm not going to lie to you, fellas. I'm going through it right now. We can't catch a break. <laughs> but I will say, I um, yesterday when the, new, when the story first broke, I definitely had this sort of knee-jerk reaction, right? Because all that they said was that it was a consensual relationship. And I'm like, damn, like they're bringing the hammer down. We, but I think that as time has gone on, and the more details we've gotten about it, it's just getting uglier and uglier. I have the impression that by the time this whole thing is said and done, it's going to end up being a lot worse than anybody thought it was. And we'll commend, well, we'll both commend the fact that they made the decision, but also question why they didn't bring that hammer down a lot heavier a lot sooner. So I that's think- what I, I that, I'm, I'm hopeful that that does not happen. In other words, I'm hopeful that whatever. I, I mean, I shouldn't even say hopeful, but here's the thing. I just want to see somebody do the right thing in the first time to begin with. I think this is going to die on the vine. It might. I think this is it. I think they're not going to release anything. They have the findings from the independent investigation you know, by the, the, the law details firm. Of this will get the out? fact that we don't even know the name of the law firm, I, I mean, that just shows you how, how quiet that they're trying to keep this thing, yeah. Carlin. But I, I don't know that there's going to be a, a lot more information released behind this. I think this is one of those things where all parties involved want to try to turn the chapter, and they recognize by putting a lid on this thing and Ime Adoka falling on the sword and serving this suspension, that is going to be best for everybody that's a part of this. 